0: hello and welcome to another episode of the mindful narcissist podcast i'm your host the mindful narcissist and um i was gonna say that it's application season for artists but like when is it not application season if you're not applying for a show you're applying for a residency if you're not applying for a residency you're applying for funding and it's literally just it's never-ending I guess if you've managed to successfully monetize your practice there's less of a need for constant applications, but successfully monetizing your practice brings plenty of other pressures of its own. I guess right now it just feels a little bit more like application season, because in Ireland there are several Arts Council grant application deadlines coming up very soon, and I've been consulting on a few of those applications, and I've also had several applications for myself that I've either recently submitted or am working on at the moment, but really It really is just a never-ending, year-long application season. I do a lot of work consulting on applications with artists. Consulting makes it sound very fancy, and it doesn't feel like fancy work, but it's like the most succinct way to describe it. Because I work differently with everyone that I work with according to what they need. Sometimes they need a hand on like budgeting. Sometimes people just want me to edit answers to get them within the word count and still, you know, say everything they need to say. I have a gift for concise language which probably doesn't come through when i'm talking but you know, written down i've helped people edit their cvs or build them for the first time sometimes i'll just save people the trouble of filling out annoying repetitive forms and i'll do that for them and i do most of it for free because the people i want to work with like they're applying for funding or whatever because there isn't already tons of money to go around you know sometimes they can fit a fee in for me after the fact Like, it'll be written into the application, so I'll get paid if they get the funding. But I'm really not bothered if I don't. Like, I can provide for myself outside of this work. And I'm fully aware that working as a grant consultant, like an actual one for a bigger company or whatever, can be a very lucrative job. But the people that can afford to pay me that kind of money are usually the people slash companies that I'd have no interest in working with. So, you know. I've been asked a few times by a few different people if I'd do some sort of like open workshop on applications, specifically grant applications. And like the second that gets asked, just every time I'm like, dear God, what do I even actually know about anything? And I mean, that's partially imposter syndrome, but also just like, I feel like so much of my success with funding applications Because I have been successful, like, a good few times now, both on personal applications and applications on behalf of others. Higher success rates on other applications than on my own, lol's. But I feel like so much of that success comes down to luck. And also because the work that I do with people is so individualized, I think I would have a really hard time coming up with a workshop format where I was giving out generalized advice. Honestly, a lot of the time, this work that I do consulting with people on their applications does come down to just one thing, and that's me hyping them up. Like convincing them to really truly believe that they have an incredible proposal, or that they make incredible work, and that they're worthy of this opportunity. A lot of the editing that I do with answers involves just changing the language to be more confident, just like changing the tone from being almost apologetic like, apologizing for asking for this funding, or this show, or this residency. Changing it from being apologetic to like, hey, here I am, and I'm great, regardless of the outcome of this application. And I think I'm really good at that aspect of this work that I do, and that's the biggest part of it, which is just... I don't- I don't know how well that's suited to a workshop. I feel like it's best one-on-one. I don't know. It is, naturally, though, really hard to, uh, practice what I preach. I think I need to open myself up to the idea of seeking out a hype person for myself, the way that I can be a hype man for others on their applications. Because like, without any outside perspective, it can be hard to tell the difference between like when you're being too hard on yourself and when you're being realistic and putting your energy where it's worth it to actually put your energy. Because like with the amount of applications and opportunities out there, you cannot be applying to everything. You've got to be selective or you're going to burn out or maybe you can apply to everything, but I know that I can't apply to everything and I burn out really easily with applications. And this has definitely been like, I'm going through a big learning curve with this right now because since graduating from my masters, like leading up to graduation, I applied for a lot of stuff. Since graduating, I haven't done a lot of applying for things for myself as an artist because my practice has been kind of stagnant. I kept making work, but it hasn't like evolved at all or moved anywhere. I started working with 126 on the board of directors for the gallery in galway straight out of grad school and i was there for the rest of my time in ireland i did eventually start applying for a few things as a curator as i was kind of dipping my toes into that towards the end there and i was successful with a few of those applications but almost all of my non-funding related applications were ultimately like rejected which is okay that doesn't get me down especially because as someone who was on the board of directors i've been on the other side of applications so often at this point. Like, I've been the one assessing the applications. And there's always just such a massive volume of applications, and so many good ones, and you just, you can't accept them all. And in the end, sometimes there isn't really a reason for having to reject a really good application. Like, the reason is mainly that you just can't accept everything. Or that, you know, this person's application was really good, but there were two other really good ones that worked together in a way that yours didn't. I don't know, rejections just don't make me feel bad anymore after having sent out so many rejection emails to artists and like knowing how heartbroken I've been about our inability to say yes to more people. But anyway, now that like, now that I feel like my practice is kind of really active again and evolving as well, and it's something that I'm really excited about, I have this desire to really like, you know, dig myself into the local arts communities where I am now. And all this means that I'm applying for things again. Not as a curator, not on behalf of other people exclusively, but as an artist. Caitlin Webster, the artist who makes art. And it's been weird getting back into that. It's definitely more weird because of the time I spent working in the gallery and assessing applications there. Because that definitely gave me an idea of like the kind of work that belongs in certain galleries and I don't perceive my work as being that kind of work. I mean, I don't think I could ever get a solo show at 126 like with my practice as it is now or my practice as it has been up until now. And I'm saying this as someone who worked there and was in charge of selecting who would have gotten a solo show at 126. I would not have selected my work given the other work being submitted. And it's not because I don't think my work is good. It's because My work right now is, especially right now, is in a bit of like an in-between place and the existing work doesn't really push or experiment with anything. And it's not super, super strong conceptually anymore. And like my work is evolving and it could be going in a direction where I feel like it does push ideas and experiment with concepts a bit more, but I don't know how to articulate that yet because it's not quite there. So there was like this really incredible opportunity recently with a really cool gallery in Texas. The application closed a few weeks ago now. Um, but I had this on my radar and I was planning on applying for it. It was a paid solo show, there was curatorial and tech support, and it all just sounded really, really great. And um, ultimately, I decided not to apply for it. And I think that decision was equal parts. Me not being confident in my practice and me being realistic. Because like, I did my research and this gallery seemed very similar in terms of like their values to 126, where I had been working. You know, they pushed for more experimental work, work that is just (laughs) like I don't know more interesting than my work right now and see that that assessment is 50-50 lack of confidence and a realistic perspective and at the end of the day honestly if the time and energy were there I'd recommend to others and I would have done it myself to apply anyway even if it's a reach if you've got the time and energy it's really good to practice applying to things to take the opportunity to practice being confident and articulating your practice but applications are a lot of work they're kind of emotionally draining and I did not have the time or energy, and on top of that, there was an application fee. And I have, uh, very mixed feelings about application fees in the first place. There are only a few cases in which I'm not violently opposed to them. But yeah, so I did not have the time or energy to devote to this. I'm in a financial place where applying for this, given how confident I was, slash am, that I would not have made a particularly strong application Applying for this would have essentially just been throwing money away. So this is kind of a financially responsible choice as well. And I'm like, I'm sitting here walking you through this whole decision making process. And like, I'm not totally proud of it because even though I do think I made the right choice for me, that came from a very rational point of view, the reality is like, it was rational, but the rationality was actually influenced by a lack of confidence and a bit of negative self-talk. Like, I think I could have been purely rational and all things considered, I'd have come to the same conclusion. But the reality is that it wasn't just a rational thing. I'd love to be more confident in my practice. And I will get there. It's just, it's not helpful that it's in such a transitional phase and it's changing. And I've just, I've not focused on myself as an artist in so long that it's uncomfortable to really think of myself belonging in those more conceptual art spaces again. Something I did decide to apply for, which also had an application fee, but I was confident enough that I would get in And it was a fairly low effort application, um, is a show in a local gallery. And it's much more of a commercial gallery, which isn't somewhere that over the last several years I'd have thought my work belonged, because my work just didn't feel like very saleable work. But right now, when I'm lacking the confidence in the strength of my work conceptually, I've got a lot of confidence in it aesthetically, which makes it feel like something that would do well in a more commercial space, where it mainly just needs to look pretty on the wall. And my work really does look pretty on the wall. Like, and I mean to each their own beauties in the eye of the beholder, but the general consensus, I think, is that my work is aesthetically pleasing. And I did get into this show, and two of my pieces are now up in a local gallery looking pretty on the wall. This is now the second show that I've been in since moving here, and I've got a little pop-up solo show of my work on Locally later next month. But again, okay, this thought process, like, I'm a bit ashamed to be going through this thought process in this way because it really just lays bare that i have not totally internalized what i preach about there not being a hierarchy for art either like when i curated the member show up at art link in Donegal in ireland they did an interview afterwards with me and i gave a whole rant about how there should be no hierarchy in these spaces these member focused artist-led spaces how there should be no hierarchy between this more conceptual work and the work that'd be considered more commercial or hobby painting or whatever. I went on and on and on about how excited I was that this show had given me the opportunity to stick work in all these categories up next to each other, you know, to force the viewer to see them on the same plane and assign their own hierarchy to them rather than the predetermined ones you generally get in art spaces. And then I did the whole episode about, what was it called? Um, Academia Ruined Me, episode like nine or something about elitism in the arts, and how we trivialize some artists' practices. And yet here I am, so easily able to determine where my art belongs, honestly trivializing my own practice, you know, able to determine how much value my art has, the as it is and isn't good enough for. And I like, it's giving me a bit of an existential crisis, honestly. <laughs> so so uh, this is another episode where there is no conclusion, only questions on questions on questions. Are we again in support of hierarchies after all? Yeah. Thank you uh, for coming along for another existential crisis. Um, I really wish more artists talked about how weird applying for things is cause it's weird and it messes with your head. On a happier note, I sent off two rolls of film to a dark room in Dallas the other week. And this week I should be receiving a Google Drive folder with all of my photos. So, uh, February's dean will be featuring photos from the first roll of film shot on the Minolta TR blah 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 something, I don't remember what model. Um, but the film camera I'm working with right now, and I am so excited to see how they turned out. Especially because I refused to look up anything about how to take pictures on a manual camera, film camera, beforehand. And they might all just be terrible. I am expecting the exposure to be totally off, but I'm really just loving the chaos of this whole stubborn self-taught film photography adventure that I'm on right now you can sign up anytime before the end of the month if you want to get in on february's issue of the mindful narcissist zine you can also sign up to be a general patron if you just like the podcast and want to offer some support but not receive a zine both tiers are 4 euro 50 or 5 us dollars and the link is patreon.com forward slash the mindful narcissist you can follow me at Caitlin W for daily mindful narcissist content and reminders and announcements about the podcast as always, like, share, view, all that good stuff, and my DMs are always open. I will see you next week for another chat! Mwah!